Welcome to the Entrepreneur's Cafe, where master business coach Erica Ross Krieger and her special guests teach you how to create true entrepreneurial wealth from the inside out. Grab your favorite podcast beverage and get ready for the Entrepreneur's Cafe. Now here's your host, Erica Ross Krieger. Welcome to the cafe, wealthies. Well, get ready to be inspired. I've invited today's guest to help us talk about the entrepreneurial mindset. Master business coach Janet K. Fish, who's a dear friend of mine. We go way back, and I'm sure we'll chat about it today. Janet's a reformed corporate executive that turned serial entrepreneur, and now her passion is in coaching others. And I can testify, I've seen her coach. She's amazing. She invites and challenges her clients to get out of their own way, get into massive action, And she uses a 10-step process she's developed, so maybe we'll ask her about it today. She's coached over a 1,000 entrepreneurs in 16 countries. She's the host of Breakaway Entrepreneur Podcast, and she's the author of the Amazon best-selling book, Quit Your Day Job, 10 Steps to Finding Financial Freedom. She's also a fan of taking Fridays off, golfing, and truly providing incredible support to her entrepreneurial colleagues. I know that because I'm one of her colleagues and she provides me great support. So welcome to the cafe, Janet Fish. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. I am drinking green tea in the cafe today. What should I order you? I think you should order me a green tea as well. Okay, you got it. All right, my friend. Where shall we start? Let's start with, why don't you tell us a little bit about your own entrepreneurial journey? Yeah, well, you know, I didn't start out as an entrepreneur. I started out in uh, Silicon Valley, California, and I worked as a sales executive, or didn't start out as an executive, but I worked in corporate America for many, many years, and I really had no intention. I came from a family of W-2 workers, and none of us were entrepreneurs. So I really had no intention of becoming an entrepreneur. But I joined this group of entrepreneurs way back in 2005 because I had all this money and I didn't know it was invested with some guy. And I wouldn't even look at the statements when I'd get them in the mail. And I thought, there's got to be a better way. I can I can expand my my knowledge. And I was really interested in investing in real estate. So I joined this group of entrepreneurs and I did learn how to invest in real estate, but some of it rubbed off on me. And uh, my job decided that uh, they eliminated my job. My company eliminated my job. And they said, if you want to stay, we'll find you another one. And I was like, you know, this is the universe telling me that jump out of the nest. So that was what I did. You spread your wings and you flew. I did. That is so fun. And was the first venture into entrepreneurship doing coaching or something else? No, actually, um, my first, and this is all really true. And when I say it sometimes, sometimes it's, it's like, it's not really believable, but it's true. My first foray into being my own business or starting my own business was land development in Mexico. And you'll probably remember the projects that we, we did. I found partners. I could have never done any of this uh, on my own, but we raised $5 million. I was the lead on that. I just had some partners to advise me. And we went out and bought land in Mexico. And that was kind of my first foray into working you know, as an entrepreneur. But I did start coaching at the same time. I just kind of did it as an aside. It wasn't my main way of making money. It was, uh, it was an aside, but now it's grown into my main way of making money. 
and you fell in love with it. I mean, you're an awesome coach, right? So you fell into a good thing. You know, it's, it's interesting because I have had a journey as we all, I did real estate for a long time, many different kinds. And it's only been in the last probably five or seven years that I've really, really hunkered down as coaching as my main thing. And I had a, um, a mentor, Will Maddox, who you know, unfortunately has passed, but uh, like I would decide I was going to not coach anymore and focus on real estate. And I'd like kind of pull back and then I'd get all these clients. And every time I did, I probably did that three times. And every time I tried to pull back, I got all these clients. And so finally, Will sat me down shortly before he passed. And he said, Janet, this is your gift. And this is what you're meant to do. And so you should just embrace it and stop trying to deny it because that's why you're here. And that's what your gift is. And and I'll never forget that day for the rest of my life. And it really changed me into like, I'm, I'll still do some real estate stuff, but coaching is my gift and coaching is why I'm here to help people build their business and get out of their own way, like you talked about earlier on. Well, let's talk about what kind of ways that they have to get out of. So what are some of the prime ways that some of your clients get into their own way? First of all, I'll start with the thing that I see people struggle with the most. They're building a business or they're trying to get their business to the next level is not knowing what to do and when to do it. Right. And so I have coached over a thousand people and I didn't start with a 10 step process, but that 10 step process came out of working with clients all over the world. And it just showed itself as, oh, they do this and then they do this and then they do this. So I created that, that 10 step process. But I think what happens to a lot of people is, and it happens to all, like, who am I to be a coach? I remember that thought when I first started and they said, okay, you're a coach, go out of the nest. And you're like, who am I? So we get in our own way by challenging maybe our worth or our competence. Sometimes we let what I'll say a no derail us, right? So someone's, I go out and I'm trying to sell coaching and someone says no. And I don't, I don't now, I don't say that's a no. I say that's a not now, or I'm not the right person for them. But a lot of us get just so much into our own head and it's all about us instead of realizing whatever you do, whatever you do in the world, you're helping somebody, you're there to serve somebody. And when we can get out of our own way by remembering that it's all about them and not about us, all of that stuff gets a little easy. Okay, so other ways that people get in their own way other than self-doubt that you wanna share with us? Well, I, I think that it's not so much people getting in their own way, but I think the other critical thing that holds people back is entrepreneur as entrepreneurs sometimes we think we're in it all alone and one of the things i talk about all the time is the need for community or need for other people like we as entrepreneurs it's hard and if we're in our box doing it all by ourselves that just makes it doubly hard so what i always encourage people to do is have a community of entrepreneurs or have other people that you can reach out to because we're all going to have those days when we hit the wall when we don't want to do it when we get down, when things aren't moving as fast as we want them to, when we're not making the kind of money that we feel like we should be making for the effort that we're putting forth, we're all going to have those days. And so knowing how you deal with it and who you can rely on to help you deal with it is, I think is really critically important. And how right now with, as we are recording this and, and the COVID situation is going on, 
What are some ways people are reaching out that you're seeing? I mean, and yes, there's Zoom. You mean technically how are they reaching out or? Yeah, like when you're talking to your clients, what other kinds of things are you encouraging them to do? So I've never been someone who met clients face-to-face. I've always it's done it over the phone. I've done it all over the world, over the phone or over Skype. So I'm seeing three kinds of people right now. I've got those clients who have put me on hold and they're sitting in there jammies with their head under the covers saying, I'm just going to wait till this is all over. You know, good luck with that. I've got the other clients who are muddling along. They're still trying to make the old things work and they're just kind of muddling along. And then there's the third type of client, which I'm leaning into and I'm embracing. And those are those people who are saying, that's not coming back. So what do I need to do differently? Like, I don't know about you, Erica, but I'm doing some things in my business. Zoom is one of them but I'm doing some things in my business that I would have never done had COVID hadn't happened, right? I'm being forced to do things that I wouldn't necessarily have done. And that's all good. These are all great things. So there is a huge silver lining and the clients that I see that are leaning in and embracing the change, even though we're flying by the seat of the pants, our pants and don't oftentimes know where this is all going to land us. But we're, you know, we're keeping our plane in the air and the air is fly- and the plane is flying around and we're maybe not sure where we're going to land it yet. But as long as that plane is still in the air, then we have the ability to, to be nimble and, and, to, and to navigate the unknown and the uncertainty that we're, that we're living through right now. I love that. And what people can't see, I can see, Janet, as we're recording this, is that right behind her is her logo for Breakaway Podcast with some paper airplanes in it. And I'm thinking, there we go. We got the plane in the air. Love that. Got the plane in the air. I need to use that more often because I don't talk about that, but I'm going to integrate that more often because you're right. Yeah. There it was. Right. Right. Absolutely. (laughs) Love that. And the hardest part of flying actually is getting the plane off the ground. But you know, once you're up there cruising, it's that's right. Nice. So about those 10 steps and about that process that you've created that's your signature part of your signature brand can you share any of them with us or yeah so i'll start with the first few um, okay because the first so i kind of separate them there's 10 steps but i kind of separate them into five and five and so the first five are all about starting a business or launching a business or determining a business and they still apply even if you're kind of stuck where you are in your business but it starts out with first what business are you going to go into and i won't go into a whole long explanation of it because i'm going to offer people an ebook that talks about each of the steps so um, the first one is to just figure out what business you're going to be in the second is who's your target market like who are you going to sell to the third is what are you going to sell so it's the products and services that you're going to sell. The fourth is what are your marketing strategies? Um, so outline what those strategies are. And then the fourth one is implementing those strategies to build your database and get names and emails, etc. So those are like the first five. And then the other five go into sales and systems and team and those kind of things that are more systemy type of things. But the first five are where the money comes in, right? It's figuring out where you are and what you're selling to putting together a marketing plan with my clients. I probably spend 70 to 80% of my time with them talking about their marketing plan and how they're going to get out there to grow their leads. Cause that's what leads to sales. Got it. Do you ever find that people get stuck at all? I find, I should say, do you too uh, get stuck around the, who my target market is or 
I do. And that's a great, so, so that it's, so when I normally, when we normally think about target market, we think about, you know, gender and income and their age and all those kinds of things where they live. So those are all really, really important. And then there's the whole interest level. I, I'm, I'm interested in golf. And so someone who's selling golf stuff would come to me. So there's the interest level. All those are really, really important. But I'm going to take it down to like something super simple. On top of all of those, to me, your target market is the person who, the answer to these two questions. What problem do I solve and how do I uniquely solve it? Right? Because especially right now, people, there are new problems that people have and there are ways to solve these new problems. Marketing is, to me, is always much more effective when I'm solving somebody's problem and then I'm articulating why you should work with me to solve the problem that you have. Oh, good. Can we flip that on you and say, okay, Janet, what problem do you uniquely solve? Absolutely. So, yeah, I mean, I work with entrepreneurs. I prefer entrepreneurs who are under a million dollars in revenue, but I work with entrepreneurs who aren't making any revenue yet. So entrepreneurs who want to build their business with a step-by-step process, critical to the problem that I solve is they have to be willing to do the work. Like I'm at a point in my career, I don't need to take on all the clients that want to hire me, right? So they want to do the work and they're entrepreneurs who want to get to that next level, who want to make more money in their business through a process that's already outlined for them. And your unique way? Well, one is the 10-step process. Mm-hmm. Um, two is, well, I, I am a, I, I call myself a professional ass kicker. You didn't talk about that. So my unique way is I'll really push you to get what you want. The other thing that I think really sets me apart is I built seven businesses. Most business coaches haven't built any businesses or are struggling to build their own business. Now, have every single one of those businesses been successful? No. But I'll submit, and I talk about it on my podcast all the time, I've learned more from my failures than I have my successes, but I've actually done it. And I don't think there's a lot of business coaches out there who have actually built businesses. Heck, I would say that's true. All right. Well, as we come closer to a close here, I'd love to find out also, let's start with what's one thing you've learned from one of those businesses that didn't get off the ground or the way you wanted it? I think the biggest thing that I've learned is to not feel like I need to do it all myself. Like I struggled with that at the beginning because my coach kept telling me, you can hire these things out. You don't have to do everything. And I kept saying, I'm smart enough to do them. I should be able to do them. So that's one of the biggest lessons is hire people out and also rely on other people. Like be vulnerable. I've had a really rough time my entire life with that part. But to be able to say, look, I'm really struggling. I mean, I'll call you, Erica, and I'll say, look, I'm having a bad day or I'm really struggling with this thing, help me talk through it, or just let me talk. So I think those are two really important things. I mean, I could. there's a lot of lessons I've learned, but those are probably two of the most important. Thank you for sharing that. So tell us a little bit about what you would love to give away to my audience, because I love to give them gifts and invite you to give them one, and you graciously extended an offer. So tell us about what you're, what you're going to do, what I'll, I'll put the uh, link in the show notes. Absolutely. So uh, as I said, I've built a 10 step process that talks about how you build the business. 
and how you build a successful business, how you build a profitable business. And I'll even go as far as to say a profitable business that at some time you could actually sell because some people actually want to do that. So it's a 10-step process. And I have an e-book that talks through what those 10 steps are. And so I'm more than happy to give that to your audience. Oh, thank you. So I'll put that a link to that in the show notes. And I'll make sure I mention your podcast because we're sister podcasters and I love to support my colleagues. So we'll put that in there as well. Can I also request that you put a link to you being on my podcast there? Because I think that's something that all of your listeners would want to listen to. Oh, that's a great idea. Yeah. So I have appeared on, on Janet's podcast. It was a lot of fun. I talked about lessons from a jigsaw puzzle box. So uh, we'll put that link in there as well. That would be great because it was a really good interview. Well, you and I could talk for hours. I like to keep these sort of short and sweet. So I think we'll wrap it up here. And you know, you're always welcome to come back and we'll pick another topic, Janet. So thank you so much. I'll be there. Okay. So wealthies, never forget that success is in your nature and true wealth is built from the inside out. All of the information from today's podcast, including Janet's ebook and the other links we talked about, is in the show notes. Okay, podcast team, take us out. Thanks for listening to the Entrepreneur's Cafe podcast. If you like the show, please rate, recommend, and review us on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts so we can spread the positivity and the love of entrepreneuring from the inside out. Until next time, my friends, listen to your big entrepreneurial heart, follow your passion, take that inspired action and be boldly and brilliantly you. You can get more valuable advice and inspiration from Erica's free entrepreneur's toolkit over at ericarosscoach.com forward slash toolkit.